In today's episode, it's all about the CISA certification. So we're talking about what it is, how to get it, and why you need it. So don't forget to click like, subscribe, and that notification bell. Welcome to Debt Free NIT. I'm your host, Mike. This podcast is for anyone who's looking to get into the IT industry, whether it's for a career change or you're just interested. I think you come to the right place. So you may be asking, what is the CISA certification? This certification stands for a Certified Information Systems Auditor. It's an ISACA certification. So they're a well-known player in the security industry that focuses on IT governance. Uh, they're also globally recognized for IS audit control and, and assurance. Uh, they're looked at as the standard for anyone who's trying to get into the auditing industry. So the primary focus of this certification is ensuring confidentiality, integrity, and availability of any organization's data, which is also known as the CIA triad. So let's look at a couple of domains that's covered in this certification. So you have the auditing process. Then you also have acquisition, development, and implementation. Then you have the protection of information assets. And also you have the governance and management of IT, just to name a few. So you may be thinking, how do one become CISA certified? So this certification is not like most certifications where the average certification, pretty much you decide on the certification, you get the study material, you study, you take the certification. By the time you walk out the door of your testing center, you know if you're certified or not. This certification is a little bit different because with this certification, you have to pass the exam within the last five years. So you got after you pass the exam, you got five years that you have to been uh, taken and passed the exam. And then also you must have five years or more of professional experience in information systems, auditing, uh, control or any kind of security work. Now, they do have some substitutions and waivers for this experience, depending on, uh, I guess, certifications and degrees that you may have. And also you can still take the test without having already met, met the requirements for this certification. So you can still take that test without having the five years experience. Uh, the cost of this test is roughly around $575 if you're a member and about $760 for non-members. So it's nothing to uh it's nothing to play with. So for me anything over two hundred dollars is is nothing to play with. So any this this here is like I said $575 if you're a member 760 if you're a non-member, and this is for the ISACA. So if you're a member, you have a price. If you're a non-member, you have a price. And then also they have some study resources available on their website. So that is one plus because you don't have to hunt around for different materials and scavenger, scavenger up your own materials to study with because a lot of the information is right there on their website. So you got the study materials on the website. You got videos on the website. And you had all kind of, I think you even had practice exams on the website. So if you think about it, that price tag that it comes with, uh, it it's, may not be too bad because it's, especially if it's going to come with the study material. So you do have those study materials there. And also I need to check. It may be a different price point. I didn't think of that. So, <laughs> so excuse me for that. I didn't think of that, but check out the website. They have the study materials there for you. And also they have the testing requirements and the price of this test. So study materials on the website. Then after you take that test, that's the first part, taking that test and passing it. So after you take it and pass it, then you have to fill out an application. 
And this application must be filled out within five years of passing the exam. So you have a couple of years after you pass the exam to fill out for this application. There's an application fee of $50. And then also with this application fee, you must adhere to the code of professional ethics. And also you must adhere to the continuing professional education policy that they have. And then once everything is being verified, you are now certified. So you go ahead, you take the exam. Then whether you're not, if you have already have some certifications or anything that may be able to cut back on the experience that you need, or it may be able to get away. You have to check with them. So you take the exam, then you have within five years to apply for that certification. So you don't pass the test. Then let's say you're already working in some form of information systems uh, security that may count as experience. If, if that's it, then that's good. If not, then you have to work on getting the experience or like I said, see what, see how much is taken off for your degree or any other certifications that you may have. But the first thing you need to do is get in there, pass the test using the study materials that's provided on the website. Uh, or you can go and get the physical books and everything that they may have on Amazon. And then after you do this, you got five years to fill out an application, adhere to the policies and the professional code of ethics, uh, pay the $50 fee. Then after everything is verified, you are then CISA certified. So with CISA, every company, this is a, uh, I would say a, a nice position at, at any company. Every organization has to deal with auditing, the auditing process and information security, just make sure everything is done correctly. Um, like I said in one of my earlier videos, I doubt that this is a highly hands-on technical role, meaning that I doubt if you're going to be configuring any kind of firewalls or things of that nature, you're probably going to be dealing all with information and different processes within that organization. If you're finding value in this episode and you're listening via YouTube or your favorite podcasting app, please leave me a review or a comment. If you have a friend that needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. So why would you need this certification? So if you're interested in security, but you're not interested in the more technical side of things, like you're not interested in the hardware, you're not interested in firewalls, you're not interested in pen testing and all that, then this something this may be up your alley where you're still on the security team, but you're just not on the technical team of security where you're doing more of the information and you're covering processes or whatever they may have you doing in this position. And then also, if you're already in security, then this certification could lead to a position advancement. So if you find yourself in a predicament where you're, you've been in this role for a couple of years and there's no upside or uh, the only way to move up is to move to a different position within your security team. And this may be that, that position. So this certification could lead to you advancing your career, getting this position, which also should lead to hopefully more money for you. And then also, the last thing I can give you is that this certification gives you a in-demand skill set. So in life, it's all about what kind of skill sets you're able to obtain. So you want to be able to obtain a valuable skill set. That way, you'll never go hungry or you'll never go broke. As long as you got a valuable skill set, you can lose your job today. Hopefully, within a couple months or a couple weeks or a couple days, have your new job to go to. Or hopefully, you can start your own thing and... Make your, make your bread that way. So with these in-demand skill sets, like I said, that's always valuable to have. And this is one of those in-demand skill sets. So like I said, every organization 
could use someone on the information security side, especially in the auditing department, just making sure those processes and making sure everything is handled correctly, pretty much dotting the T's and crossing the I's. So every company can benefit from that. Uh, Some companies may call it a different position because especially if you're somewhere in a smaller team where each employee wear multiple hats, you may have someone that does more of the auditing processes and those that may be the same person that's over the email portion, the email security. So it could be called something different, but everyone in security is going to recognize this cert. If you apply for a role, then they're going to recognize that you have this CISA certification. So I do think it could be bring, bring some value to you uh, no matter where you're at in this process. But like I did say earlier, it does come with a pretty good price tag as far as the cost of the test. And then it is a little different from most tests that I'm used to. I'm mainly a Cisco guy. So I usually with Cisco, you choose the certification, you study for it, you go and pass it. So this is a little bit different with the fact that you need to have some sort of experience or you need to have a way to get that experience in order to become fully certified. So you can pass that test, but still you're not certified until you get completely certified. Now, on another another thought that just came to mind is that if you pass that test, you may not be fully certified, but you will be able to add that you have passed the written test of this certification. You just haven't got the experience yet. So that's the, that's another route you can go about because some places they may look at that and say, oh, OK, that proves that you 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 know that you have the knowledge. You just ain't got the experience. So it could still provide value to you, even though you ain't got that experience. That's just something I recommend you look into, do your own research. Like I said, it's a, I think it's a valuable certification, but it does have a lot of strings and stuff that you have to maneuver around. So that brings me to the end of this episode. Hopefully you found some value in this episode. If you're on Instagram, TikTok or Facebook, follow me at Debt Free and IT. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at debtfreeandit at gmail.com. Other than that, I'll see you next week. Peace.